Welcome to the Huge Quickly Podcast, episode 29. I'm Danny. And I'm Anna. And I say this every time, but I am really excited about our guest <laughs> this time. Seriously. He's, uh, he's got a really interesting story. Uh, uh, he's really, he goes by the Dan plan, uh, which is already kind of interesting. It's already intriguing. Uh, Dan McLaughlin. Welcome Hello. to the show, Dan. Hello. Thanks yeah. for having me on. Two, yeah. two Dans in the house. That's a lot. A lot of mm. Dans to handle. Yeah, you <laughs> it, you probably did what I should do, just going straight by Dan. I'm still rocking the Danny thing. <laughs> I'm still Danny to all my friends back in Georgia and it, my, my family. It um, just sounds nice. Danny Dan does, sounds yeah. very nice as well. But I'm really trying to get him to keep Danny. I have a, it's a, it's like a, it's a dilemma though. I, I never know if I should introduce myself as Dan, Danny, or Daniel, but Danny plan and Daniel plan just didn't sound as good no. as Dan plan. Doesn't roll off the tongue quite as no. nicely. Yeah, you did make the right Danny plan. <laughs> Ooh, okay. You should yeah. maybe reconsider that one at least. I'll put my vote in. I think it would take away from the seriousness yeah. of the whole thing though. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a tough, tough, uh, we'll, we'll tell them what it is that, that, that you do. What, what, uh. And what then you we'll, got going in your life We right will now? grill you relentlessly after that, but... <laughs> like hamburgers? Or... <laughs> yeah, I hope you brought your appetite. No. <laughs> yes. you grill all night. Yeah. Uh, the, what the damn plan is, is is testing the hypothesis that it takes 10,000 hours of deliberate practice to become an expert, kind of a overachiever in any mm-hmm. specific field. So when I was 30 years old, I decided to quit my job and test this theory by starting a completely new endeavor in life, which happened to be golf. Uh, I, you know, At the time, I never swung a club, never made a putt, didn't know anything about it, but decided that it made complete sense to quit my job and for a decade of my life do nothing but practice and play a sport that I'd never tried. That, I, I just, when we first heard this story, because um, Dan and Danny and myself have mutual friends, and I was just like so blown away and so excited. I just think it's such a neat and cool idea. I'm sure you probably get that a lot, but I really am. I mean, obviously my first question is how, how did you choose golf out of, out of everything that possibility the is endless? How, how did it come to golf? Oh no, that's a good question. You know, I, I answered that so many times I'm starting to not remember why. It's so funny because I was like, ah, I try to get some, you know, unique questions, Anna. So hopefully I have some more that are a little <laughs> bit more different. <laughs> that you won't be like, okay, I've been asked that 12,000 times now. <laughs> well, uh, the first two questions that I always get are why golf and how do you afford it? Oh. Like that's what everybody wants to know. And that's probably are, your second question. <laughs> that's my two. But, I mean, those, those make sense because that's, that's yeah. what people want to know. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the curious uh, it's be like a 10 minute actually. long podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I've got some better ones later, I promise. <laughs> but, uh, but for me, I I basically I was on a road trip around my 30th birthday and from was, where to where? From so Portland to well, out there. <laughs> I mean, there was no destination. You yeah. know, it was just a road trip, so uh, mm. it's just just driving. Yeah. And I ended up at at one point I was in Omaha, Nebraska with my brother and we went out and we played a nine hole par 3 course. So what so the score you, you know, par is 27 on it. I think I shot about a 57. So for, it was one of the first times I ever even walked on a course. I didn't mm-hmm. It wasn't even like a, you know, it wasn't a regulation course, just a par 3. And afterwards we were talking about whether or not it would be possible to become a pro in it if you'd never played something when you're 30 years old. And we debated it for 
you know, the rest of the night and afterwards later that evening I, I, I was thinking about it and how, you know, everybody's probably had this conversation about how far you could go in something if you just completely dedicated yourself to it. And I decided that it didn't make sense to just like have the conversation without testing it. So mm-hmm. at that moment I decided, okay, well this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to dedicate myself to golf to, to answer that question. Had you ever heard of this man's theory before you thought about this, the 10,000 hours thing? No, not at no, all. No, no. Yeah, it wasn't okay. until I went back to my job and during a marketing meeting at the company I was I was working at, I I told my boss I was going to quit my job to become a professional golfer. <laughs> And and she she the so whole great. the whole department was like we yeah. didn't even know you golfed I'm like yeah. well I don't yet but but just wait yeah just wait I'm going to start yeah uh, and then after I announced it people started bringing in books and I started doing research mm-hmm. and I I found the ten thousand hour theory and Kay Anders Ericsson and started doing you know some homework and figured out what was the best way to take on a, a giant endeavor like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, just over time, I, I, I kind of figured out my path and, and set off on it. Did you start out with a coach or did you just kind of go out and get a bucket of balls and just start hitting away? <laughs> and cussing a lot. That's that's all I've been finding out I'm doing with golf lately. But it <laughs> <laughs> is the sport. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I started with a coach, but I actually started putting. So for the first couple of days, I, I, put, I just putted from one foot. And then once I got good at one foot putts, I moved back to three <laughs> foot putts. And for man, I'm I'm I feel stupid right now. For some reason, my mind went to you like you like perching like a bird and doing one footed putts. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> that's a weird way to start. <laughs> you know, maybe you go with a traditional stance. You know, no, no like flamingo putting. <laughs> yeah. it was, I, I was well grounded, mm-hmm. uh, but I put it from a foot away from the hole. Oh, that maybe that, that clarify. Come on, Dan. For non golfers <laughs> named Danny in this room. Yeah. That I was is thinking, what... okay, maybe I should. Maybe that's something to try. <laughs> he I needs mean, all the people, help he can get. A lot of people putt with one hand. Uh, so, yeah, I putted from uh, on two feet from one foot, and then I <laughs> putted from three feet, but with just two feet uh, for about six weeks, and then I moved back and putted from five feet away from the hole. And for the first five months, I only putted. And then I started chipping, and uh, a year into it, I took my first full swing. Wow. Uh, 18 months into it, I hit a driver for the first time. And then last year and this year so far, so for the past 18 months, I've actually been playing with a full set of clubs. Mm-hmm. So did you go into it planning on kind of doing this maybe unorthodox approach? to? I mean, because most people want to go out and they probably do want to go out and hit their driver first. Yeah. Something, and that's not probably the best way to do it. But it, did you decide that from the beginning? Like, I'm going to just, I'm going to take five months and just putt. I would get so antsy. Yeah. Did you get antsy? <laughs> well, I, I didn't know anything about the game, so for me, putting, yeah. just practicing putting, yeah. that was that was my like, job. That was my date. You know, I've my played miniature golf before. I can probably handle this. Like, yeah. This is a good stump st- starting off point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and the idea after talking with a ton of performance experts, human performance experts, everybody agreed that you want to learn how a kid learns is basically at the hole. You start at the hole. You learn how to get the mm-hmm. ball in the hole, and then you move further and further away. So I kind of took that to the extreme and ended up taking, you know, a year until I hit a full pitching wedge and played from like 120 yards. Do you still feel like your putting is the strongest part of your game right now? Uh, Putting is kind of cyclical, as I think everything in golf is. And I I still 
I feel I I'm a very good putter, but right now my mid-range putting, like 10 to 15 feet, mm-hmm. is a, is a little off. But my lags and my short putts are good. So I I still think it's probably one of the better parts of my game. What uh what first of all do you have you found that you really like golf? Do you feel like this was a good direction for you to go, or are you happy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I you know. Every day I wake up and I just think like, oh, what am I going to practice? What am I going to play today? I'm never like, oh, man, I really wish I could go and sit in my old cubicle (laughs) all day. Oh, God, nobody wishes that. (laughs) Shoot the breeze and eat hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you... um, You don't dream about Excel. (laughs) No, no, I still don't know how to use it. (laughs) Yeah. You are a photographer, right? Is that what I read on your page? So do you miss that at all? Or you... I I mean, I take pictures all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But now, I mean, I, I don't bring out all my gear. I just bring my phone out. <laughs> yeah. But my phone has a better yeah. camera in it than oh, my first digital <laughs> SLR. So, like, when you get up, are you, like, getting up at the earliest? Yeah, like, I'm working your, 8 to 5. Like? What's happening? Yeah. yeah. It depends on if we have the kids or not. Uh, <laughs> my girlfriend has two kids. And the weeks <laughs> that we have the kids, you know, get up at by 7 mm-hmm. and, you know, get everybody gets fed and out the door and all that. Uh, and then weekends when I have tournaments sometimes like this past weekend, I had a tournament Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and, you know, was up at like 6am to go and make the tea time. Mm-hmm. And then weeks we don't have the kids and I don't have tournaments. I usually, I like to sleep in, you know, I'll get up at eight. Yeah. Um, uh, I just, because really when you're that. practicing, like the, yeah. one of the most important parts of it is to be well rested. So mm-hmm. if, you know, it's, there's no point in getting up at six if you're going to be tired and not going to practice well, yeah. whereas you could sleep until eight, feel good, and then have a really good practice session. Yeah. So what do you, how much, what's like the ratio like of, you know, putting green, chipping green versus the range versus like going out and actually playing rounds, like as your routine routine goes, like, is it half and half? Are you playing rounds and then range the rest of the time? Or do you think it's best just to go play and constantly be playing eight hole, 18 holes all the time? Well, it changes in the seasons. Right now, in the summer, it's really good time to go and play. Mm-hmm. You know, because in the winter, it doesn't. It's not really real golf because everything plugs, and you know, you pick your ball up and you place it because it's just all muddy and dirty. And mm-hmm. so, in the winter time, is really good to like do more gym time, do more short course, and hit the range a lot. And in the summer, you know, you you, you still want to practice and still put in a couple hours of putting and chipping every day. But then also, it's just that's the time to go and play and get like on course experience. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I feel like I've got a good one for you. Maybe you probably heard this one before. You probably heard them all before. Is this a joke? So, <laughs> no. Uh, when you achieve your goal, which obviously you're well in your way, what does that look like for you? What is the end goal, or what is you know? Are you a professional golfer at the end of this, or what does it look like? What's your future hold for you? Let me l- break it down for us. <laughs> uh, well, so I'm forty. I can only remember. I'm like almost 4,300 hours into it. So I have probably four years left. Uh, in four years, my goal is to get down to, you know, like a plus three, plus four mm-hmm. handicap and be legitimately competing in, you know, high events, PGA mm-hmm. Tour, uh, you know, web.com tour at a minimum. Um, so that's, I mean, that's the goal of the 10,000 hours is to go from never having played to the uh, extremes, the highest levels in competitive golf to kind of show that you know if you if you could do it in a sport where you know 200 people out of 26 million get to actually do Mm -hmm. it professionally then i think that you could use the 10,000 hours and put it in towards anything and Mm -hmm. basically become whatever yeah so 
what happens if you do it in 8,000 hours? Do you keep do you keep going or do you say, hey, I made it. I made the PGA Tour in 8,000 hours or 9,000. What well, happens? Uh, what, you know, Anders, who's done all the research, mm-hmm. he's the guy out of Florida State. Mm-hmm. Basically, his what, what he's found is that the average is between eight and 12,000 hours. Oh. So this whole 10,000 hours, it's just kind of like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, a, an average of averages. Um, so hopefully it'll take 8,000 hours, but it could take 12,000 <laughs> hours, you know. I'm, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm on the slow <laughs> uptake or the quick uptake kind of guy. Well, we heard that you're like rocking it already, that you're doing very, very well for yourself. At Are you two two years? Is that what it is? You're into it? Yeah. Well, I've been... I. Just practice short game stuff for eighteen mm-hmm. months, and I've been playing for eighteen months. So it's oh. about three years. Wow. What do you What do you think your your handicap is right now? Uh, I think it's a five point five or so. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's I impressive. actually saw that. I saw that on your website, and I, I I think I need to break it broken down what a handicap is. I don't I don't understand it. I'm a new <laughs> golfer. Nobody knows out there. They throw that term around a lot, and I don't know. I guess I'm... Handicap is basically how many strokes on average... Well, it's your potential, but it's it's basically how many strokes you give back to the course. So if they say a par is 72 and you're, say, an 8 handicap, mm-hmm. then your potential is to shoot an 80. But then there's also, like, slope, and there's, there's all yeah. different types of ratings. But that's, like, in a nutshell what a handicap is. But so if you're a five handicap and you're playing with a 15 handicap then mm-hmm. and you pl- want to play straight up mm-hmm. then you give that person 10 strokes so you oh. shoot in 70 and they shoot in 80 then you tie but it's all you know pops and match play and all yeah. sorts of different games it's like a drag race you know they let one car go a little bit in f- first you know yeah okay all right that makes sense so your i guess your goal is to be a zero is that what well zero is kind of a starting point oh so uh, zero is not good no zero is very <laughs> good but zero is that's my goal for halfway. Oh, and then oh, from that's there, where they get the negatives. Is that where they get the negatives? Well, it's actually positive, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a when, plus. But yeah, yeah, it's a little confusing. Yeah. Oh. They say you know people on on like the PGA or LPGA mm. tour, they're basically an average of a plus four or plus six. Oh. So, yeah, so when people always say stuff like you know, oh he like like a way of saying that someone is a really good golfer is like, oh, he's a scratch golfer, you know, and that means that you're zero. Yeah. But, oh, but okay. when you try to get into the real, the professionals, they're another four strokes better than that. So it's it's yeah. pretty impressive the, the the skill of those guys. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, so if you go out to like Heron Lakes or any any Muni course around town, and you consistently shoot about seventy two about mm-hmm. par, then you're going to be a scratch golfer. Okay. But if you had like Bubba, Rory, McElroy, Boo Weekly, or somebody mm-hmm. come and play Heron Lakes. There's no way they're going to shoot 72. <laughs> you know, these guys are like probably going to be like, yeah, like a 62, yeah. a 63. Well, Danny said, because like, I feel like now. I actually some... just played Heron Lakes last week. It was, it was, uh, I got, I got, uh, got my balls wet. You can say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, see, now that I've been playing golf, I actually find golf on TV a lot more interesting. Like it, you literally used to be like. I would want to shoot myself in the head before I'd want to watch golf on TV. Wow. Maybe not quite that extreme, but however, now that I know what's going on, I'm like, Danny, isn't the masters on? Let's, let's fire this thing up. But he was saying that like, even, even like a course that's really, really hard, they make it even harder for people that are really good. Is that right? For, for tournaments. Yeah. 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 Like it makes it like almost impossible. Like just you or me would never be able to do it ever. Well, and yeah. they make that's, it. That's right. 
the thing is, is you can't really see how good these guys are because they're all that good. They I mean, look my so, idea, but yeah. I want to petition the the PGA to do this is to let you know an average Joe, like a ten handicap or a five mm-hmm. handicap, play in the event with the guys to see what they like an average guy would shoot. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. If you yeah. had like you know Danny or me or whoever who mm-hmm. you know how good this person is mm-hmm. like here's a handicap system you get in a 10 handicap and you let him play in the US yeah. Open would they have the kind of time to commit to watching maybe somebody take <laughs> 10 strokes or however hard it would be there'd yeah, be but, a lot yeah. of like I'm not sure how he's gonna get out of this one you know? <laughs> yeah. Danny's in the bunker again oh, <laughs> I wonder how many balls he has left in the bag yeah. at this point <laughs> Yeah, we actually just talked about this last time in our little bonus uh, episode <laughs> about uh, how I guess I didn't even know this, but uh, our guest was saying that I guess like the day after those tournaments, of course, the cameras aren't rolling at that point, but then they go in and they always have like a, uh, I don't know, a scratch golfer and a plus five or ten. I, some, they have a different range of more average golfers come in and play the course and that they can't usually score in, in double digits, you know, like yeah. a. These like bogey yeah. golfers are like hitting, you know, they're like a one fifteen or something. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's without the cameras. So yeah. yeah, you put yeah. the pressure on. <laughs> yeah, there's not even any but pressure. See, and, and, like to make it fair, they should let me do it for the entire <laughs> year, so that way, you, yeah. consistently, you can yeah. see if I ever have a good round or a bad round. And yeah. but I don't know if the PGA is going to be out for it. But, yeah, you know, we'll just see. keep going. You know, persistence yeah. really wins. I think anything <laughs> to make golf more appealing yeah. to the average person will be good. And yeah. right now, it, I think. It, there's no way to make golf less appealing to the average non-golfer. Yeah. I, I really do think that uh, everything that happened with Tiger really hurt the game because <laughs> people want to root for that guy. I know. You know, and uh, not just in like a custody battle against his wife. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. he was a huge deal. Yeah. And it's sort of sad. Even uh, he, I think he'll get better, but you know, it seems like his comeback is... Yeah, it's like the Britney Spears comeback. It felt good for a little while. And was, All right, she's she's never going to be the same. Kind of thing. But yeah. it doesn't seem like he's quite there. And and uh, then like guys like Roy McIlroy too. It's like they're sort of like the new thing, and then all of a sudden they're not they're not there. It's like there's no one seems to be really consistent. It. Yeah. I don't know. I don't well, know. there's room. Maybe mm-hmm. somebody like the Dan here, he could just slide right in, right? Yeah, well, yeah it would definitely. <laughs> it could. It would be an interesting this story. Is, this is my biggest question. I think I just popped in my head. If you get on the PGA tour, will you wear the really awesome, like red and yellow and bright colored outfits? Cause I feel like that's just really important for me when I watch golf. <laughs> as long as it's not polyester. <laughs> She's got a big crush on that Australian guy that won the, uh, Adam the masters. Scott. Oh, yeah. He doesn't. Was it the masters that he <laughs> won? So. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. didn't wear the bright colors though, so I did dock him a few points. Oh, that's right. He's not in that. Who is it? There's some guy who's younger. I just know. I just saw him in like red or orange. Ricky pink. Fowler. Yeah, I yeah. think that sounds right. I I think he's got a great swing. I can't stand his whole look. Really? Well, yeah. We are off so size of the fence. Well, I did. I bought a golf glove a couple weeks ago, and I went with a black one, which apparently that's also not that many people have the black golf glove. Oh, so I, I'm really, you know. I'm on the outside of the line, I guess. <laughs> Just focusing on the important yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. The uh... I let um our, our I let our four year old dress me today, and <laughs> she picked out. It's hard to see, but she picked out a pink shirt, oh. a pink golf glove, which oh, I, I have, you do. I have like I didn't even know they made those. Gloves, and pink golf tees. 
Oh. So she, I, was, I was all matching. <laughs> at least she got it all matching at four years old. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think I found that. And there wasn't like a, is. you know, I don't know, like a sword or something you had to take with you <laughs> or like a big hat. Yeah. 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 Different shoes. Oh, that's pretty impressive that she got yeah. all the same color. <laughs> mm-hmm. From what I know about your childhood, it sounds like more like what you would, would dress somebody up as when you were that age. No, I don't know if Just I really crazy. did that. Uh, th- that was a little later. Yeah, I feel like in middle school, I was all about the polyester, like the 70s polyester <laughs> shirt. So I know polyester well. <laughs> Maybe we have to put up some pictures of Anna when she was 11. It's not attractive. <laughs> Danny, don't even <laughs> joke about that. I don't so, like it. Have you had a lot of moments when you're like, I suck at this. I want to like, throw I want to give up. I, I, don't, I don't like this anymore. This was a stupid idea. That eye roll makes me think yes. Yeah, well, not not that this was a stupid idea, but I mean, anybody who's ever played golf has on a day, every single time (laughs) you play, you you have those moments where you're like, I just suck at this. Why did I ever take these golf clubs away from me? Sport because it's like you have this this thing that really is is not so complicated, hitting this, striking (laughs) this ball. But yet your body has to go through so many, has to make all these calculations and do all this complex thing. And then just, <laughs> then you, but you can do it once and it feels great and it's right, but you can't just repeat that. Mm-hmm. It seems like that's what is so what? hard to take as a golfer that's like, I can hit this shot and then it's, it's like, it all goes away. <laughs> and, and it all goes away. Yeah. You know, yeah. it always goes away in the most inappropriate times. <laughs> you know, you yeah. can't just, you wake up and you feel great and you have a tournament that day and you go out and you can't, like, <laughs> literally, you cannot hit a solid shot. Like, everything's off the hosel or toe and you're like, what the hell is going on? Danny yeah. also has hosling problems. <laughs> this is yeah. actually the big thing that's happening with him right <laughs> and now. It, yeah, it's like trends <laughs> and you'll hosel it for like three months and all of a sudden you'll hit it great. And you'll like, hit it great for a long time and then, you know, you know. <laughs> Somehow it'll come back and you get hoselitis. <laughs> <laughs> That's so I funny. I am struggling Seriously. with hoselitis. It's such a funny name too, a hosel. We've had a lot of fun with that the yeah. last couple of weeks. It's so funny because I always problem. just called it a shank, which I think it probably is a shank. But <laughs> There's all our, types of shanks though. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't really know that. And then the guy that we've been been playing with he was like yeah that was off the hosel and then i just <laughs> oh that's what's happening because i had this whole I, I like got i got i got hoselitis for a while. <laughs> i like that i think it's cured yeah and i don't might, know have, might, have, might have some uh, flare-ups flare yeah. Yeah. I, I can almost bet on that <laughs> yeah it's like a, some of those yeah. stds or something you can't get totally rid of that <laughs> um well i have another question for you uh have you found like who who do you look to in golfing that maybe inspires you to inspire other people, I guess? Because you've got that. Your story is obviously very inspiring. Maybe that's like a double-sided question. Who do you, <laughs> who really inspires you? And then also have you inspired people and had people come to you and say, this is amazing. Um, <laughs> in the golfing world, I don't, I can't, I don't know of anybody that's really inspired me. You know, I, I yeah. was, I was kind of an out, a golfing outsider. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm more like a pony boy or something. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> like I, I don't, I can't think. You know, as I I I've kind of just barely met a couple PGA yeah. golfers. Yeah. And they all seem like pretty nice people uh-huh. for the most part, but none of them have really done anything to inspire me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I don't really get inspired by watching people on TV. <laughs> so it's a, unless I know somebody personally, yeah. I don't think like, oh, they're a great person. Because then you meet them and they're jackass. And yeah. you're like, oh, but you were my totally hero. totally ruined it. Yeah. Uh, so disappointing. I don't um, think Anna agrees with you. If she met Vanderpump, she would be okay, like Okay, Danny, this is a new friend that we've just uh, made here. Let's not talk about my reality TV obsession. <laughs> yeah. It's probably for the best. For the best. <laughs> um. And then, uh, I mean, people email me all, every day to say that the project has inspired them. And not necessarily golfers, you yeah. know, it's just people in general, so, which is great. Have you, have you found any other people, like, out there that are doing something similar to you, but maybe doing something different? Uh, like, once a month, somebody emails me a link to their blog or their website mm-hmm. about how they are quit their job and they're pursuing something full-time and they're really dedicated to it. And every single time... Within two months, like the blog's down and they're doing something else. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just the attention span, yeah. like modern attention span, or if people get into it and realize that it's a lot harder than they yeah. think. Yeah. I mean, that's a big commitment. And maybe you get into it and you realize, I don't really like this as much as I thought I did. So it's really pretty neat. I mean, I, I really enjoy your story and I'm happy that we get to learn more about it. It's definitely one of those, like, just go for your dreams, make a yeah. decision, just go for that and just... Just take what comes to you after that. You but it's know, also kind of like a scientific experiment. I mm-hmm. mean, like, it's definitely yeah. like it's follow your dreams, but it's maybe, you know, it's just something that, like, I don't know. It's it's more than that, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, um, the problem with the, the science side is that it's an N of one. So mm-hmm. there's so many variables that will never be able to be tested. Yeah. You know, if we had 10,000 people doing this at the same time, <laughs> it would be great because then you could see, yeah. all like, the whole pendulum curve of... Mm-hmm. Uh, success um but it i mean regardless it's it's interesting and i think this, to be able to kind of um document lulls and and learning mm-hmm. curves and how things kind of come and little swells and then you backtrack for a long time and then you make progress and people don't understand that when i blog and say you know like i still you know i went out and shot 87 in a tournament they're like oh you suck you'll never be on the pga tour you suck i'm sitting on my couch and i have no life and uh. i just read your blog and tell you you suck you know that's and, literally what happens too. yeah yeah <laughs> i can so picture negative. them i can picture yeah. them they're always like 14 you know? and their mom yeah. won't let them have like yeah. diet mountain dew so they're all pissed off and run, like <laughs> Big, make negative comments swearing at you yeah. it seems like that's the thing to learn from our new technology these days is like twitter has allowed you to see just how awful people really are yeah yeah. It sounds like it's yeah. nothing but just haters. <laughs> like yeah. everybody hates yeah. everybody. Yeah, it's just a just window so, into the soulless. It's so crazy, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, I think it's just, it's like road rage, you know? When it's anonymous, it's easy to hate. Yeah. But if, like, you actually had to yell at people and they didn't have a car in between you, <laughs> you, you probably totally wouldn't different. do it. You know, you wouldn't be, like, flipping off your neighbor, <laughs> you know, walking down the hall and be like... <laughs> bumped you with the trash <laughs> i don't know danny gets pretty angry sometimes <laughs> i keep it under control just, just if yeah. somebody's slowly walking across the street and they know i'm waiting for them i get pissed <laughs> <laughs> well and and the i think the um the angry people are way more vocal yeah you know yeah. nice people usually just don't say anything <laughs> yeah so like you know you have yeah. like the one percent that really ruin it for everybody yeah it's right. true Oh, I'll go ahead. So I, I'm just kind of curious, you know, like hypothetically, what if you get through this process and you put in your time and you're, a, let's say, a two handicap and you're a great golfer, but you're not 
you're not going to be able to make a living from this this game. What is your mindset going to be like if that were to happen? Is it still success that you put in your your time and effort and and followed it through, or would you would you see that as I must not have tried hard enough or something like that? Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't really see that being a possibility. Um, That's a good know, answer. Yeah, well, well it's all just, about the journey too. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, you know, I don't really, I don't personally ever think about you know, four years from now, I don't mm-hmm. even think about next month. You know, I just mm-hmm. think about today, what I can do today. And, you know, I, like people are always, you know, like, Oh, you have four years left. Isn't that so long? I'm like, I don't know. When I started this, you were stocking groceries and now you're stocking groceries. I mean, what, you know, it's just, it's yeah. time. It just passes. You just do what you do every day and you do mm-hmm. it and you either get better at it or you plateau. And the only reason you plateau is if you're not trying. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just, I've seen really good progress to date and I, and I don't see why that would just stop. So I don't really, yeah. Don't think of it as a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, well, it we is are, very I already inspiring. asked, you know, when you get to your goals. So. Well, I noticed that you said that. <laughs> I just, you know, I, you're, you're Take lobbing it to the into softballs. And, you know. I know I am. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, just I'm already bad at that. <laughs> yeah. So, so you have any tips to what for us as if you're as a fairly new golfers? Yeah. Is there anything? <laughs> keep your eye on the ball. Anything like that? Yeah. Golf it's a, tips. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I my only tip is just to hit the ball. You know, <laughs> just to actually go really out do. and do it. Yeah. 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 And, and and if you hit the hosel, just swing a little <laughs> easier. <laughs> just, um. You should see my club. I've been just using my seven iron exclusively for the last like, few trips to the range. And like, it's just, Taking it looks like I've been dragging it behind me everywhere I go for the last month. It's crazy. Oh. The hosel's all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I, my first clubs ever look like that. They're just the whole face. was just torn up. The other thing is I don't ever clean them. Like they haven't been scrubbed. Oh, I don't yeah. know why you don't. Anna's always off scrubbing her clubs. <laughs> I'm like, you should be taking some hacks. You know? <laughs> I want them to look nice. They're new. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah, you, you need to clean your clubs. I know. I really should. <laughs> I don't bother uh, uh, washing my golf ball because it's just this is going to be lost in the next two <laughs> holes anyway. That's positive, Dan. Uh, <laughs> You're not long for this world anyway, Paul. <laughs> I feel bad about your future yeah. children. <laughs> <laughs> um. So if golfing is kind of like your job and you look at it as like an eight to five kind of, what do you like to do? for fun what's because golfing i think would be for danny it's kind of like a hobby it's it's just kind of for fun on the weekends but like you do this all the time what is it what do you do to, I usually i mean do you go hit around a golf no. <laughs> i usually do i mean i you know it's yeah. like i practice and you know i practice and that's putting in my time and then when it's not that fun i'll just go out and play <laughs> yeah you know, you it's, like, it's right? kind of a mix you know i mean because it is work and sometimes it feels like work but when I'm not doing it, it's still what I want to do. I mean, I, you know, I like to do what humans do. Um, yeah. I eat food and I watch <laughs> entertaining things and yeah. I walk out in the woods and feel like one nature. in nature. And, yeah. You know, I like to have a girlfriend and that kind of stuff. <laughs> but, you know, you're it, a normal yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just happens to be doing something pretty neat. Yeah. This time. Yeah. But, you know, I, I drive a car and I like to shop and stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, it's good. <laughs> we all have to do it. So you've gotten quite a lot of press from this whole this whole thing, right? Has that been a surprise at all? Is there any really big? You've been on like the Today Show or anything that we, that we don't know about? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. It's. I guess I never really 
I I used to work in the newspaper, mm-hmm. so I kind of know that the press just needs stuff. <laughs> so if you tell them you're doing something, yeah. it's just something to write about. So yeah, um, you get somebody knocking on your door. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> like you're doing the something? Dan plan. Hello. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's been in some big things. It's been like the CBS Morning Show and Nightline and Time Magazine and Men's Journal and Bloomberg Business Week and CNN a few times and. Uh, all all sorts of like local newspapers. Like my brother emailed me the other day. He lives in Zurich, Switzerland, mm-hmm. uh, and apparently I was on the front page of their really? lifestyle section, like a big wow. like like no way giant that's photo. So did he send you? It was because it would all be in. It was in lunch. German, yeah. That's um, really neat. That's like a mount that and put on your wall or something. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it was just <laughs> random. You know, it's like I, I happen yeah. to have family that lives there. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, so it's, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I guess it's been kind of surprising though how, how it's picked up. The story is a lot bigger outside of the U.S. Really? than in the U.S. Do you I wonder any, why that yeah. is. That's, that's interesting. I don't know. Is the doctor that like, or whose idea this was, is he from the United States? Mm-hmm. Yes. But he shares really... my last name, so... <laughs> Oh, really? Erickson. Oh, nice. <laughs> Spelt the same? Mm, I got a K in mine. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, I I don't know what it is. It, the, it was really big. It's really big in China, mm-hmm. um, Asia. Uh, maybe golf's just bigger over there, or yeah. maybe it's the human performance side. I'm not sure. Europe, it's it's very big in Europe. Like people really believe here. It's just people just want to knock you down. That's it's disappointing. That's, that's strange. Yeah. I don't like that. Well, <laughs> we are fully stand behind you. I've been excited ever since you were coming on, but I've told lots of people how about your story. So I think it's just really, really cool. So obviously I'm a fan. <laughs> there's, hopefully there's not like a Dan sucks Twitter account or something. <laughs> it's like people, what is, why do people have so much time on their hands? You to know make I mean? a whole Twitter account just for that. That yeah. would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually, that, I mean, that kind of stuff is really good fodder for, yeah. for progress. So whenever somebody tells you you can't do something, you just want to do it. Yeah. You know, it's like the disobedient right. child. You can, so yeah, one of you has to start. The, yeah. You can be yeah. the bad Dan and you can start the negative yeah. Dan, <laughs> the negative Dan Twitter account. <laughs> Just you suck all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we could use that to my advantage. I could be like, I could start like, a, Anna, I don't think you can, uh, I don't think you can do my laundry. Tonight. <laughs> I don't think you can, I don't think you can do it. I don't think you're going to be able to figure that out. No, it's not going to work, Danny. Sorry. We started splitting our laundry up because she's mad at how often I wash my clothes. He does. He washes his clothes way so too often. So now all of a sudden I have this workload that I had no idea was there. You know, like all of a sudden if no one takes care of it, it just starts piling up. <laughs> it's like it's like I'm 13 years old all over again. Like I have to, well, oh, wow, got, I have to take care of my own stuff. You learn the hard way. You're on easy street for three years. So Wow. That's, Tough that's, love, babe. It's not, did you do all of it? Yes. I don't think you All did. of it. For three years? No, 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 no Basically way. for three years. No wow. way. We didn't, no way. Yeah. We didn't even live together for the whole three Podcast years. Podcast land. <laughs> you know who's telling the truth. <laughs> um, That's amazing. Yeah. He lucked out. Uh-huh. Well, so, yeah, give us some feedback. Tell Anna she's making a big mistake <laughs> because I'm going to be walking around with dirty, wrinkly clothes. It's, uh, it's me that's going to suffer. I don't care. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, eventually, she'll care. <laughs> I guess that's true. There's a, like a bit dirt. I can hold out longer than she can. Yeah, it's not. That's right. Oh. Um. Well, why don't you queue up a little news? 
we got to play a game. Remember that? You kind of get confused on the order of things. So you think I'd be able to figure this out after a while. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so we've got ourselves a little game, uh, the either or game here. It's it's tailored a little bit for the day. I think play. we only really threw in one thing in there that might be kind of well, golf. I said a little bit. Yeah, I didn't say <laughs> well, it. it's a really a little, little bit. So either or game, going to ask you some questions. Looking for the quickest response you can give us, just so we can get to know a little bit more about you. I just say either or. You just have to say pick one or the other. Okay. So, are you ready, Dan? Yep. Cake or pie? Pie. <laughs> Horror or comedy? Horror. Zombie or vampire? Zombie. Fight or flight? Fight. Bungee jump or skydive? Skydive. Stuck out in the rain or stuck inside because of the rain? Stuck out in the rain. Twitter or Facebook? Neither. <laughs> wow. Found $100. Keep it or find the owner. Uh, Ooh, gotta go fast. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> First thing that comes to mind. It keep depends it, on the keep situation. It. Keep it fine. <laughs> pancakes or waffles? Uh, pancakes. Spider Man or Batman? Uh, Batman. <laughs> Brittany or Christina? Who? <laughs> okay, visibility or flight? <laughs> visibility? Uh, go down. Uh, Titleist or Callaway? Titleist. Um, jam or jelly? Jelly. Burger King or McDonald's? Neither. Diesel or electric? Diesel. <laughs> Boom, that is it. Nice. Man, we we should take some of these out, but um you passed. Oh nice. I uh Who's Christina? <laughs> I'm sorry. It was supposed to be like Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera. Oh, you know? that, See, yeah. that, that Britney and Christina just sounds it. like two girls in high school. I'm like, how do you <laughs> know them? <laughs> yeah. Those bitches. No. Now, Britney Spears, Aguilera, you know, that fight that goes back, back to the 90s, I think. Mm. I don't know. See, if you said, like, Paula, <laughs> I might know. I mean, I, I, like, Paula or New Kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, cake or pie? I felt like we ha- we, we've had that this one in there for, I mean, ever since we started. And actually, just when I said it, I was I was like, oh, I wonder if he's going to pass because his girlfriend actually owns a pie shop. Yeah, I was actually, <laughs> like, I'm contractually obligated to, to answer say pie. pie. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, we could have almost caught you, though, if you would have instantly thought cake yeah. could have been. Well, tomorrow's my birthday, so I actually was thinking birthday cake, <laughs> but I think I might get a yeah. birthday pie. So we'll just What's say. your favorite kind of pie? Uh, Is it I, the mango one? No, no. <laughs> I like the, um, it's the dark chocolate pecan. Uh, Ooh, is yeah. that the one that's got bourbon in it? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, pen- it's the Pendleton pie. It's Pendleton whiskey. Oh, that nice. one's good. See, it's fun. I lived in Kentucky for a while, and they, it's called the Kentucky bourbon pie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hannah makes a mean pie. But by then the way. Uh, we actually talking to Regan and Kelly. I've like I've brought them some of this cake, and they're like, "Oh yeah, Mary makes one very, very similar and calls it something different." So it's delicious whiskey it and is. chocolate and pecans. Yeah, Why can yeah. you go wrong with that? What else do you think we should talk? Oh, so I, I am curious about uh, no Twitter or Facebook. Are you just kind of like? How much? What's your internet level? Like, how often do you interact with it on a social? I, level? I like. I feel like it's an obligation. I have to go on and post something, but it's never. It's not something that I just have fun with. Like, oh, I'm going to go post on Twitter. I'm yeah. going to go write a Facebook. Beautiful. I had a great breakfast this morning. Yeah. Work. Well, laundry's but, done. Here's a photo I of mean, it. Facebook. Uh, that's that's really good for, I guess, marketing or just mm-hmm. telling your story. But if you actually read people's posts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, really? Uh, Listen to people's podcasts. <laughs> Jesus. Podcasts are actually something going on. But when you have, it's like 140 characters, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's fine. I think that it's innovative and it's changed the world, but I think that it itself is going to uh, 
transform and change over time and i don't think that this whole this whole like share every moment of your life is going to be around well, forever you know i was going to ask you earlier as a photographer how do you feel about like this instagram uh culture oh. uh, and and uh <laughs> generation where like they're taking pictures we see people i see people in front of my house all the time all the time more than you'd think just stopping and taking pictures of i don't know just they're they're flowers in our yard but they're not like special in any way and there's somebody that's like getting their camera they're like sticking over the edge they're like taking this perfect little picture and then looking at it i'm like this is this can't be that interesting to you and and it's like it's what everybody's doing it's like this weird thing everybody's taking pictures of their food Oh, They've got to have the perfect picture me. all the time. It's all, it's really narcissistic, isn't it? It's just like, it's, I don't like that. Apparently Instagram is what the under 18 crowds really into. Like they've yeah. kind of gone away from Facebook. So I don't know if like that, sh- you know, showing. It does seem a lot of people our age too, though. Yeah. A lot it of does. Our... I've actually never even been on Instagram. I've, I, I all my photographer it. friends from college and from work, um, they all have Instagram accounts. I've just never been on. I mean, I guess it's just like Twitter, but just pictures and I don't, I mean, the only I, I thing know, I do is, is I either, I either like judge them on the time they were taking to do it or I'm like wildly <laughs> yeah. jealous because I'm like, wow, from this guy's Instagram, like he's living a great life, you know, yeah. it's either one of the two. It That's just, the only thing it's set up for too, is just to make people jealous. People, you know, yeah. like the, people always, there's so many photos, like you look through people's photo collection and it's almost always like the good times, like. Why don't people should just only take pictures when times are rough? Yeah. And you can look back at your life and be like, that really sucked. Yeah. <laughs> or that was the worst thing going on. I mean, that's not so bad. Well, what's funny to me is that if you go back and look at like pictures when we were two years old or something, you know, even though I don't feel that old, they look like they're totally from a different generation. <laughs> there's like a shitty little TV and like yeah. there's bad colors everywhere and it's a grainy picture, but that doesn't make it any worse. Like it's yeah. not like you're like, God, I wish, the, why is the pixel count is so low? You know, you're just like, Oh, great. I remember grandpa, whatever. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Like there's no need for it. You know, mm-hmm. if you're not putting these in a magazine, it's just unnecessary. Yeah. And especially the money people spend on these, these cameras when they're not they're not a photographer <laughs> like the, huh. and, and an iphone has like a nice camera nowadays yeah it's well good. yeah all those phones do like samsung's and yeah it's interesting have you heard about i mean just this kind of jogged my memory and then danny took us a different place but like facebook like envy it had to be the same with like facebook and instagram where people are like basically getting depressed because like other people's lives are so much more exciting than theirs which I think we actually talked about it on the podcast, which is just kind of so crazy that that like this whole thing with Facebook is just like making people depressed about themselves because they don't have as many friends or that stuff, which just seems so weird. It's like uh, Facebook comparison. Yeah. It's, it's like, just oh, like man. they got more happy birthday messages than I did. So yeah. they have a better life than I do, which is kind of so crazy. So Titleist or Callaway, let's just take it to the one golf one. I just, I just happened to throw this one in there. It's the only, it's the only golf thing I could really think of, but that is, are those the kind of clubs that you play with? Titleist are, yeah. Have you actually got to play with the other kind? Have you done a comparison? Uh, I play, I've hit most yeah. every type of club. Really? Yeah. Do you get, do you get stuff given to you or is it something that you? Titleist has provided my really? clubs. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. I actually, Shout out origi- Titleist. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I originally worked with Nike and, and, yeah. um, we we were going to have a deeper relationship, but then they, uh, funny enough, like yeah, a year ago they called and said that they basically they said they bought Rory McIlroy and that they weren't going to have enough budget to 
for Dan Plan. Really? <laughs> and I broke wow. it down. I broke it down how much they paid him yeah. over 10 years. And they're paying him every 10.5 hours what they were going to give me for like a two-year contract. <laughs> wow. Wow. And I've won at just as many tournaments this year as him. <laughs> You've seen my swing. <laughs> You're seriously going to drop me. You can do that math, too, with like how much Kobe's making or LeBron yeah. or somebody. Yeah. And you're like, God. Oh, my God, I'm worthless in our society. Yeah, like it takes me five years to make what LeBron makes in one basketball game. Like one <laughs> yeah. non-pro yeah, season. Say, yeah. might have yeah. more than but he makes it, more in his morning shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and he probably sells more for Nike in his morning yeah. shit than we oh, God, ever yeah. will. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That, you know, that's interesting, kind of thinking of... Uh, Plus, what especially the Instagrams, that shit, he might oh be able to get. Oh, can you imagine the <laughs> likes you would get? Get a swoosh on it, and they yeah. get like Nike bananas. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't exactly do the, uh, the what you're doing with basketball, could you? Because no. there's no substitute for being six nine and a complete freak. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like uh, I mean, there's there's certain genetic propensity or you know for to be basketball. And actually, when I was deciding what to do, I thought about tennis, um, mm-hmm. but. As we saw today, uh, I don't know if this will date the podcast if you release it like six months from now. But <laughs> no, today, no, we'll do it Monday. <laughs> Ro- Ro- Roger Federer lost in the second round of yeah. Wimbledon, and you know, wow. it's, it's yeah, he hasn't. He's been to thirty-two straight quarterfinals, um, so that's eight years. Uh, but he lost this. It's just some 27, 26 year old guy. And it's just, you know, he's 31, I think, maybe 32 now, and he's mm. over the hill. So if wow. I, when I finish this, I'll be like 36 or 37. Yeah. And there's no way you could have a career in tennis or basketball or football or yeah. baseball or yeah. field hockey. <laughs> Who was that on the list? Chess. That's still on the list. <laughs> Chess was on the list. Yeah. You can still do that. Um, I don't, I don't know anything about field hockey. Really? I know that when I was in middle school, you might not even know this, I was a high sticker in my PE field hockey class, and I whacked somebody in the face and gave her a huge, I think I might have even knocked her out. And we got in trouble for that. I mean, like, you're not supposed to high stick. That's the big... we? (laughs) Sorry. Me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't... Your accomplice, the stick? (laughs) No. I had somebody distract her, and then I whacked her in the face with a stick. No. Anyways, that's the only thing I know is don't high stick because it gets you into trouble. And and she was my friend, too, I think. You just hit her in the face? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think it was like on the, you know, your backs or your... Would it be your backswing if you're coming this way? I think she was in front of me and I Were just Were you playing whacked. golf with field hockey sticks? I don't have any. I was field hockey, but I think I, I high-sticked. That was the problem. <laughs> you know, mine isn't as Who bad knows? as yours, so I'm not one-upping you, but it did remind <laughs> me of a story. when I, I remember being in middle school and we played we played hockey inside, but they were so worried about safety and rightfully so it's like we had these sticks that were almost all foam on them you could barely even hit the ball because it was rounded with foam it was not the object the the tool that you should have to move a hobby somebody high sticked a little too much yeah i was playing defense and i I don't know what came over me i saw someone just sort of sleeping it was like on the other team and i was like guarding the goalie but the kind of play was on the other side and i just like ran over and just like checked this person into the into like the the, the bleachers and then That's they were like whoa sport. what the hell was that it was like <laughs> sportsmanship I was like, oh well i'm sorry it's like this competitiveness just took took me yeah. over for a few seconds it happens to you <laughs> all right should we move into some news i think so we're still getting well you know next time you hear this podcast you're gonna hear we're gonna get some more some music i think they call that kind of stuff bumper music 
and we are we're gonna add that because we need a new song for Anna. Uh, we need a couple. We need a couple things. So, but I can take this opportunity to plug a couple things. First of all, I'll say it again at the end. But you can find uh, uh, Dan at thedanplan.com. Do uh, you have anything else you want to plug or a website to plug, Twitter to plug, anything like that? No, it's all, I mean, it's all the damn plan. Uh, the Twitter's at the damn plan, which obviously I use a lot. Uh, uh-huh. Facebook, I think, is the damn plan golf. Somebody else had the damn plan. Um, and then, yeah, just bitch. the website. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, um, yeah, you can find us at uh, facebook.com slash huge quickly podcast. Um, you can find us on iTunes. Give us a review. Subscribe. You can also subscribe to our blog um, at the Huge Quickly Podcast website, and uh, you can find us on Stitcher and uh, all the other all the other apps out there on the the ultranet. All right, news. This is a really big day, and I think that hopefully both of you feel like it was a very it was a re- it felt like a really good day to be I don't know be an American I guess is what I saw out there, but. Um, this morning they reversed the Defense of Marriage Act, which they found was unconstitutional. So basically just legitimizing gay marriage in states that already recognize it. The tw- it's 12 states, I think. In the Yeah. California just passed two, I think, right? Yeah. Well, they, they had passed it and then there was Prop 8, which they also actually also did away with today that had banned it like right after they passed it. So. Kind of a big day. I don't know. Did anybody catch any of the news about this? We watched it this morning. I mean, it was all anybody could talk about. So this has been kind of been going on for a while. They were going to be well, Who's going to stop people from wanting to marry their dogs next, Anna? <laughs> oh, God. Isn't that a dumb argument? <laughs> Is that seriously an argument? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like, where, <laughs> what, where's it going to Where's gonna it going to stop? I, well, I, I think this is... We're going to look back... And people who are against it. I mean, this is no different than giving women the right to vote or I know. Uh, desegregation. And I mean, it's just like it is. I mean, like if you think about hopefully it's not, you know, 50 years from now. But I mean, hopefully in a short period of time, it's just going to be like, how did we never have this? How did it take us this long to make this legal? Well, like Martin Luther King and all that has happened in the early 60s. You know, I mean, that it wasn't that long ago. I mean, it was 50 years ago, but. You know, we were born you know, in the 80s. It was, mm-hmm. it was just 20 years later, and it seems so different. So hopefully in 20 years, we'll look back and be like, what the hell are we thinking? Why would what we possibly so not let two people marry each other? I, mean, I know. It's-, it's crazy. Well, just hopefully, I mean, they said that this is kind of going to jumpstart maybe other states that were on the fence about legalizing gay marriage, and hopefully that it's going to st- kind of steamroll that. I think there's a 13th one that's going to come in. Um so it's 12 now. I think it's going to be about to be 13. So, you know, kind of good. Hopefully we'll get some steam and going and more and more states will, you know, get on board. There are some states that it's going to take a long time. Atlanta? Yeah. <laughs> Georgia? <laughs> Georgia, sorry. That's not a good example, Anna. <laughs> I'm trying here. <laughs> Antarctica? <laughs> yeah. Definitely Europe, right? No. <laughs> well, I, not, not to get, like, super political. Uh, and normally I... I probably have made it sound like I come down on the right side of things a lot of times, but not when it comes to stuff like this. And and I think that uh, it's it's just a little bit troubling because I think that this whole side of the sort of social conservatives, it they're they're really kind of a hindrance to a lot of stuff that makes a lot of sense. And especially when you have stuff going on like like in Texas where they're almost effectively oh, banning God. abortion because of the oh, impact God. of what they're doing. And they're basically just stopping things that are already have been decided as being legal. Yeah. For their own kind of, just they're all, they just simply don't like it. So they're going to like 
put up roadblocks to it. That's what happened with the, that's what the prop eight was, was that like California had passed gay marriage. I think they might've even been like the first, they were like in the beginning, I feel like 2008, maybe that would have number I read. But then like almost immediately after that, there was another group that came in and, and brought up prop eight that basically banned, banned it. So it was very confusing. And prop eight did pass with a majority, right? In California. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> It is kind of interesting. I mean, obviously, if something's unconstitutional, it's unconstitutional. Yeah. And I believe they should. It's a little weird when a state goes and, by majority, votes something in, and then it's just sort of decided to be not valid. But if it violates the Constitution, yeah. you know, it violates the Constitution. I don't know. It's a good day. Huffington Post. Gay day. That's what it was called today, I guess. So <laughs> a good day. Uh, something else that happened this morning. It was a big, big morning. <laughs> June 26th. Um, I don't know if you guys have followed at all the NFL player Aaron Hernandez killing. Well, they found a body like a mile away from his home. And it seemed very, very odd because it was like a mile away from his home. He'd been seen out with the victim like that night. And it took them over a week. But they finally charged him with murder this morning. Yeah, that's. I don't think that's no, no strong evidence against him. I don't know what they're what they're doing. I know. I feel like there was even like they might have even found DNA like in the car or something like that. And they took way too long to, I don't know, bring this guy in. But today they actually did charge him with murder. He got arrested. So I don't know. Patriots tight end. Tim Tebow. That's an opening for him. <laughs> Could he be a tight end? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's nuts, he, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, he was a good Tebow. Yeah, I bet he could play tight end. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think that they want to take their time and wait a week because they, I mean, if they only have DNA and a glove evidence, that's proven not to be <laughs> We've enough. We've already found out that does not, the glove did not yeah, fit. Yeah, they got to quit. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good line. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it seems like every week, somebody from a major sports something is killing somebody or taking well, yeah. PEDs. I just saw a, <laughs> a friend of mine post on Facebook. I'm pretty sure it was 24. 24 NFL players have been arrested and charged with a crime just since the Super Bowl. Seriously? Yeah. I, I mean, and it's just like, and they they all have massive concussions on a weekly basis. And, yeah. the, you know, is there any connection here? Uh, strong evidence. Well, hopefully now that they're like, Looking into head trauma, maybe. Head, it's going to take so long for that to get real I traction. Mm. I mean, Still, because well, it's just like too much. Is... It's too much of a market. Well, yeah. who's going to be the ones that really want to do that? The players don't want to give it up. Certainly not the NFL. <laughs> so yeah, well, that's hard. You'd have to have the government. I don't know. This is just a crazy, yeah, crazy story. I I could not believe they didn't arrest him a long time, like the day of. It just seemed like all. Yeah, that's going to be a pretty huge scandal if he's yeah. if he's end up founding found guilty. Well, the Patriots murder. like dropped him today too. Like he was mm-hmm. he was, and then oh, they like oh, yeah really, they, they, they on dropped Twitter. him. Is that on how Twitter. that happened? It's, it's announced on Twitter, so they oh. only took 140 characters. <laughs> <laughs> Hernandez, yeah, that dude's gone. Like hashtag <laughs> yeah. shaking head yeah. or something. <laughs> hashtag frowny face. Oh good. Yeah. Twitter used for a good purpose, I guess. <laughs> um, that. Uh, it seems, you know, for his, for him, okay, yes, the evidence is clearly mounting. But if he is innocent, you know, it seems weird he's going to get dropped by his employer the second he gets arrested. I mean, it's not necessarily, it shouldn't mean that much necessarily that somebody gets arrested. It, what matters is what you get found guilty of as a crime. 
you know? That's true. They must have strong evidence against it. Yeah, them. I would think yeah. all fingers were pointing to yes. Yeah. To guilty. People still... People Nowadays, still I late. mean, if you get accused of something mm-hmm. and you're in the limelight, you can... Even just a, a false accusation. I don't know about this case or whatever. Yeah. But you can... It can cause huge financial implications. Yeah. Like, as an example, the whole Paula Dean thing, I have no clue what she did or didn't say. Uh, but well, I'm she, sure that's on the list. If she did say what she did say, then she needs to be dropped from everything. I mean, I have no clue. I don't know anything about the woman or anything yeah. what she did say. I don't even know what the accusation is, but they're saying all of almost all of her sponsors have dropped her. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, maybe I don't know. I don't know anything about it, but it's just it's impressive what an accusation can do. Well, yeah. I mean, actually, I kind of I actually did kind of have the Paula Dean thing on the list um, if we were going to get to it, but yeah, it's. It's that that's another very interesting one that seems just well, why don't you why don't you read it? Oh, well, it's just Paula Dean gets I mean she's there's like court documents and she's been dropped from everybody that Do you have any like quotes of what she said or anything? No, 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 it's just that she used racist remarks in the past. It doesn't there's nothing even specific. It's not like she was on national television, you know, pointing and yelling at somebody. It was like she has said something in the past. So that one seems a little bit odd to me. Just because I what mean, sounded weird to me is uh, that she talked about wanting to have. Make sure you're not touching any of that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, that um, she wanted to have a what she called a plantation style wedding, <laughs> like like an era, like a uh, of a bygone era. And she said, like with she said because at least part of it was that it just looked so great to have those black men like in tuxedos uh you know being your waiters in this weird sort of backwards yeah. kind of just backwards thinking like really that's what you want yeah. for your wedding a plantation style um. you want like you want like some whippings going on in the background or something <laughs> yeah. but it does you yeah. know the one thing though that seems weird to me that on the other side of that is that she it was an illegal deposition about uh like sexual harassment charges against her husband, she is having to answer these questions about racism in her past. And all she really admitted was that she has just used the N-word at some point in her life, in her past. It doesn't necessarily mean you're calling somebody that or you are, you you know, it's just even just referring, you just those those syllables came out of your mouth. I just think a lot of people would be guilty of that. But yet yeah. there's a lot of people just calling her. She basically, it's like she lynched someone, but under a legal deposition with a lawyer talking to her, she all she really did was just admit, yes, I've used that word before in my life. Yeah. You know, it's, and then her whole life is crashing down. Yeah. It's tough. There's a whole, there's a real mob mentality, you know, it's just everything gets going and she's done. She's going to be like, uh, uh, the guy that played Kramer, essentially. He's making a comeback. All right. <laughs> oh, did he do something similar? He, he well, he, he launched into a whole tirade using that word uh-huh. and attacking people for real because they were heckling him. I think in a stand-up act, but he was done after that. Oh, but I, she's I, gonna I, have the same thing happen to her. But all she—it sounds like all she really did was something a lot different. But you know, yeah, it's just. I don't know. It's, it definitely feels weird that it's like something I may have said in my past. It doesn't. I don't know. It seems like a lot. I don't know. Okay, moving on. Next story. Um, this actually was kind of disturbing. 
And I, I don't know if and you probably both have not seen this article, but I was watching the news the other day and there's this new thing that like kids are doing called smoking alcohol. Have either of you heard about this where it's like Hold something on, I gotta take a hit. Okay. <laughs> I know. Well, it's going to get you fucked up really quickly. Uh, they like take a little bit of alcohol and it can be anything and they put it in a bottle and then they take like a bike pump and they put it over the cap and they pump it. And so it basically makes this into a vapor and then they just like inhale it really, really Does quickly. Is it like grain alcohol? Or? No, it can be. They said they do it with like like liquor. They can do it with beer. They can do it with champagne. They were doing it out of wine bottles. But they pump it in and then they just inhale it really quickly. And instead of like, you know, taking the normal route that alcohol takes like through your liver and into your bloodstream, it goes straight into your lungs and into your brain. And wow. so it's like you're literally almost drunk and like with a matter of minutes and it's like taking like five shots or something like that. Is it, uh, I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm <laughs> condoning this. Is it bad for you because you can so easily get really, you just, really like, drunk? just like get or... really drunk really, really fast. Yeah. It's cheap. Yeah. And well, and then the, there were some people, like, I guess it's like you, there's all these YouTube videos out there of how to do it. Um, Jeez, it's so much easier than the butt funnel too. Like, what have I been thinking? I so know. <laughs> you just had to be creative back in the day, Dan. This could change our whole high school experience. Um, yeah. We used to, you know, you'd funnel beer but you drink so much so fast, you just throw up half. Yeah. And that's what they said. They said that normally like your body's reaction is to, th- is to, to just throw it up. But in this situation, it's not like that. And you're like literally almost instantaneously wasted. And it can just be, and then, you know, you think about all the implications with alcohol poisoning. Well, this can all happen like in a matter of minutes. It's very scary. I don't kids, know. When kids create, are bored to... and in a, in a clear, with a clear head, they're like little MacGyver, just cunning. I don't know. Why? Engineers. That's like, they want to get fucked up so bad. They'll do just about anything. I don't understand how it like becomes vapor. That's the part that I'm. For confused one thing, they're about. smart. Like how did they, they're figuring this, this shit out? I don't know. Let's watch YouTube. Yeah, it's very. Uh, maybe we'll have to put a link up or something. But yeah, it's very interesting. But it was like a pretty big health risk on the Today Show the other day. I was like, wow. And that's great because the Today Show shows it oh. to the other five million kids who <laughs> then, hadn't heard of it yet. Oh, yeah. And then they tell everybody at their high school. So instantly, to the, that's, that's one Why? of those things that the media like. They instantly spread what was probably at one high school to the entire oh, yeah. world. Yeah. I mean, I definitely went and like YouTubed it and saw what was up. Yeah. But and then, then you, like, you know, you showed all your high school. Friends. Yeah, exactly. I'm hanging out. High schoolers like, look at this. Look, let's do this. You know, Friday's mm. coming up. <laughs> <laughs> but then they also, the, another, uh, the pump. yeah, like another case in which, you know, obviously high schooler kids, but they were saying that like. You, they had all these dumb, re- like, you don't, you're not ingesting calories. So there's a reason why people might not want to drink alcohol is because all the calories are that, like, your parents won't be able to tell. Or, like, if you blow into a DUI thing, it's not going to read on a meter. And then, like, really? yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. They said that that stuff might not be true, but yeah. It seems like it would <laughs> Don't test it with your breathalyzer. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> no. you just inhaled a bunch of grain alcohol yeah. and now you're blowing it out. Yeah, right? I don't know. Oh, you are a point nine. <laughs> so stay away. I don't know. It sounds pretty scary stuff, I guess. I wonder if, I mean, if you did like really high, like just good, good liquor. It would make a difference. Yeah. No, and you only, you just wanted like a, a shot. Yeah. You, know, you just inhaled a shot and, you know, watched a movie. Yeah. Could be. I don't know. If used could responsibly. Be a new thing. Yeah. And now could like 
could like stoli or absolute just to, like they could sell like a bottle of mist they could call it mist with a y oh my god and you know it could be mist and you just inhale a little bit and you get all crunk we're brain we're brainstorming <laughs> you can have like purple mist and like blue mist <laughs> yeah and, like, you know it's like a little bit of kool-aid yeah and a little bit of like bike pumped Ooh. vodka it would be so easy too we could just go get some bottles from the dumpster uh-huh. <laughs> i think you know we could take this yeah. horrible thing and turn it into Spin a very it. profitable american way well somebody's going to yeah. it's i mean there's no <laughs> calories yeah you get drunk immediately you're mm-hmm. cheap I yeah. mean, you know, you have, you have like one bottle of mist and you just yeah. get a whole party going. It's basically like a smart <laughs> cocktail. It's yeah. just like, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll have a mist. All right. Be, we're we're mist. turning this very positive, you know. It sounds futuristic. Yeah, you know, you just it does. Like inhale a little like hookah tube full of like yeah, straight, vaporized yeah, alcohol. Straight alcohol. Yeah, like you can sit around in the hookah style, yeah. control how much you want to drink amongst yeah. your group and just sit there and, you know, you could have it flavored. And you're kind of sitting there just getting a little bit buzzed instead of that kind of crappy hookah feeling, which yeah. I don't like, actually. <laughs> and, and the, like the last thing you want to do when you want to get wasted is interact with your drink. Like hold <laughs> no. it, bring no. it to your mouth. Too much yeah. work. Yeah, Dude, if you could just like lean over boo. and inhale. Yeah. Yeah. You get like a little stopper. So, you know, like you inhale and then like once you let go. It'll just keep holding it in there. Yeah, that but it's to... just up like this microphone. Yeah. You lean up and then you can lay back down. And... <laughs> Got the lazy man's drink. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I mean, it's way too much effort in drinking. Seriously. Yeah. Got to get up and go to the you know the refrigerator. Maybe yeah. there's like a blender involved. Oh, gosh, yeah. Way just, of the past. Just smoke it. <laughs> smoke it. Yeah. All right. You walk up to some girl. Well, she's like, well, not smoke. You're just like, hey, you smoking and drinking. You know, like, I don't know. Oh, you can put nicotine in your <laughs> vaporized <Holy> alcohol. Shit. <laughs> a little so bit much. of THC. And you get one hit. <laughs> one, that's all you need. So much is happening right now. Yeah. We need to get a pen and paper out, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, that's funny. It would also be great, too, if there was some way that the body, you could take something, you know, down the road, they come up with something you take, somehow ingest that limits the alcohol content that you could, like, possibly have, and it would just, like, pass the rest through and do Mm. that with other, other substances, you know, so that you... You you wouldn't you wouldn't be ever having to worry. It'd be like a little governor, you know, like, like a beta <laughs> blocker for alcohol. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, and then you wouldn't have to worry about it. You can just enjoy your mist and <laughs> have a good time. And it just keeps you at the legal limit. Yeah, or you could get a little bit past. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. just like you can always figure out a way to tweak that, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> the you could open the hood and do yeah. a little. Yeah, yeah, a little fixing. All right. Right. Well, ed- engineers, you've figured that stuff out. Food scientists. Yeah. We want in know. on it, though. But uh, it's <laughs> definitely our idea. So <laughs> We've, yeah, what is it, June 26th? We'll be able to play this later. You know, That would be great that you have a back-to-earth pill. So you could go out all night, and then at 2 a.m., right before you had to go home, you just take a pill, and you're like, oh, I'm completely sober. <laughs> well, that was fun, guys. Yeah, maybe that's the idea we need. <laughs> like, show me a picture of that girl again. You're like, oh my oh. god, be calling her back, dude. Take the pill before you go home with her. Uh, you know that people would still be like, no, 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 man, no. Do you don't know what you're talking about? <laughs> She's beautiful. Oh. All, right. All right, so we have a little Seinfeld game. We have a little game to play here, right before we finish you, up. Yeah, are you a Seinfeld you, fan? Do you watch it? I've, I, it's been a long time. Really. Well, you don't really need to know the show to know yeah, this. Yeah, that's the good part. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just such big fans. We've or, uh, we've kind of put together like a bracket. Basically, the big thing with Seinfeld is the dumb reasons that Jerry Seinfeld breaks up with people or just people break up with him. Other cast 
characters on the show break up. Or with legitimate reasons too. Or just legitimate reasons. They have a lot of breakups. Yeah. It's kind of what it's, it's a big part of the show. So we've just put a bracket together. What is the most dumpable? Like the, like the, the, the dump, most dumpable offense or yeah. uh, what's the biggest deal breaker for you? Yeah. If you were faced with one of these two scenarios. Yeah. And you get, you get a fig, your final choice. So whatever yeah. you think would be, that's too much for me to handle. Okay. So, Danny. so if you suspect that someone's had plastic surgery, but they won't admit it. <laughs> is that right? I think so, yeah. Or they pick their nose. Uh, that's right. They're lying. They're like blatantly lying about yeah. the plastic surgery. They basically are At like, least in your mind, yeah. You are seeing plastic surgery on their face or whatever. Or what if it's like something that's had a... I mean, it could be like something that has like a lot of plastic surgery. Like their face is all pulled back and it's pretty clear and they still are denying it. Yeah, that, I think... That, that is a subtle yeah. difference. Yeah. The, the, the you have to look at them definitely. too with the stretched out face... I don't know. It's kind of unpleasant so you, you for the You can eye. handle a little, uh, a little digging. Everybody does it, right? Well, you just don't have to look. <laughs> yeah. Be like, you take care of that on your own. What time. if they? What if they're eating it? <laughs> yeah, that's a little different. <laughs> I, it's better than lying, but it's it's close. Yeah. <laughs> but Ooh. either way, it is better. So you're getting some nutrients, I guess. Maybe it's not so bad. Well, it's nutrients you already had, so it's kind of a zero-sum game. <laughs> Everybody's doing But you know, when you thing. donate blood and you get a big accident, they give it back to you. So yeah. it's no different than that, it's right? It's true. Yeah. It's true. Well, so, yeah. Plastic surgery. I mean, yeah. People, somebody lying to you. The, the big overall thing is somebody lying to you. But, yeah, if somebody's got just like a weird stretched out face, it's just very unpleasant to look at, really. Yeah. Well, not to make fun of Anna again about the reality TV, all those oh, chicks... They look so horrific. I, I think that in like 30 years, we're going to look back at this time and especially the time maybe a few years before us and be like, wow, they had like horrific plastic surgery because <laughs> these women just start looking worse. It's worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And it's it's like everybody can see that but them. It's so weird to me. Yeah. Such a weird little phenomenon that they are like convinced apparently that they need to have this little fix and they start looking like shit. If they did nothing, probably not nothing. I bet they the age, smart girls, they figure out how to do it a little bit. Well, they, they all look the same, but if they just were to do nothing, they'd all probably age beautifully. I don't know. It's a yeah. competitive world. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I mean, about me, I mean, once I get my nose job, I know that I'm going to be making yeah. Hollywood, but <laughs> for most people, it's not something that works out. Well, you need one, so it's, you know. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me. <laughs> just more to pick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. But you're getting a bigger nose, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, need, I need easier access. Yeah, I need to be able to get my thumb up there easily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, all so right. we got our answer. We got a winner, yeah. Suspected plastic surgery, that's a winner. You can also check this uh, bracket out if you haven't been kept keeping up. It's at the Huge Quickly uh, podcast website. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's right there. Uh, bracket, Seinfeld bracket. Yeah. Yeah, keep up. Pretty fun. So I think we're just about out of time. So I thank you so much for coming. It's been great hanging out with you, and I'd love to get better gonna, at golf and then play golf with you sometime. Are you gonna do yeah. a recommendation, Dan? Uh, yeah, I think we should just recommend that you please go watch some of Dan the Dan Plan videos. I watched one of your videos. Um, you were doing a little. You wanted to test yourself, if I remember right, to get a chip a ball into a bucket. Does that oh, ring a bell? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 and then you were like, I'm going to stay out here until I make this. Yeah. Oh, God. It's cool. Yeah. Cause How long did it take? Uh, you had it all <laughs> sped it up. Like it was hard minutes, to tell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not so bad. Yeah. I didn't see much hosel action. When I first used to do that, it would take like two hours. <laughs> now it's like 15 minutes. And a lot of them like hit the bucket and I had to go and put it back up. And... <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that's cool. Yeah, I definitely recommend yeah. so you the, and what you're doing and just kind of follow you. It's just kind of a really neat story. Yeah, um, I said it earlier, but um, yeah, thedanplan.com. You can tweet him at thedanplan. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, go check out his website. It's a really inspiring story. You can keep up with his progress. You got a little timer on there. You can see how many hours left he has in his training. Yeah. Do you have anything coming up? Like any tournaments you're going to uh, or anything we should follow? I think the next one's July 6th and 7th or so. It's just the Portland City Championship. It's at East Moreland. So that's yeah. it's cool. always fun. It's a two-day thing. Do you ever do uh, pro-ams? Um, I've done one or two as the am. Yeah. Yeah. Any big-time celebs? No, no. Because they usually uh, have a celebrity, local. right? Is that my, well, they, my these are like one? local pro-ams. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, having gone to the PJ Tour, there's not, not really any you know big events happen in Portland, so... Yeah. So the the local pro is like you know your local pro. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Yeah. It's like John down at you know, tra- like Red Taylor, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's still impressive to me. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to get a t- get a card yet. <laughs> Not quite. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks everybody for for listening. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. Thanks for having me on.